the angelic hosts proclaim. (laughs) This morning I introduced you to praying through the Psalms. And I want to do a part two this evening with a very practical look at how you might approach this spiritual discipline, we could say. And I'm also reminded uh, a couple of weeks ago when Pastor Todd led us through some of the Pauline prayers of the New Testament. And so I think this is very fitting tonight for us to go through some of these songs or psalms of the Old Testament and how to pray through them. Now, this morning, I actually had you go in your Bibles with me through some of these selected psalms. And I'm not going to do that tonight because I want to encourage you on your own, based upon maybe some prompts or some suggestions or maybe some encouragements from some of these Christian books, for you to secure these books on your own and they can be your teacher. Long after I'm finished with part two tonight, you can use some of these books to be able to guide you and help you and encourage you as you attempt to pray through the Psalms. I think, as I said this morning, it's a wonderful spiritual exercise. It's something that I want to encourage all of you, if you can, to pray through these Psalms and learn how to do them and to do them well. I could begin tonight with a question. Do you struggle with your prayer life? Show of hands. Every hand goes up. I don't know a single Christian who could say something like this, I'm completely satisfied with my prayer life and it simply couldn't be better. I couldn't be better at doing it. I'm totally fulfilled and I believe the Lord is extremely pleased with my prayer life. We all struggle in prayer. And if you're like me, especially in the area of specific content and passion. The Psalms will help us with those two incredibly important things, with passion and with content. Every so often, of course, it's true that when we pray, we're motivated to do so because we have very specific and acute prayer needs. We have a burden that we have in our heart and we go to the Lord and we're specific and we're focused because our heart's passion is to pray about that particular burden and we want the Lord to answer our prayers and so we're very motivated to do so. Uh, We're very specific with our content. It's usually, of course, coming through uh, a particular petition that we're asking of the Lord. But apart from that, which if you're like me again, it's probably not often that that comes before the Lord with that kind of specificity and that kind of detail. If you're like me, most of the time, each and every day, you and I need focus. We need to be motivated to pray when there isn't anything particularly on our heart by way of a petition or an intercession. We just, in, a, in an everyday fashion, what we could say is garden variety praying, we need some help. And I remember also in one of the question and answer sessions uh, last year, right at the end of the year, I was asked the question, I think right in here, about what were some of the books that impacted you greatly 
in 2009. And I want to share them with you tonight, five of them specifically. And they're all on the subject of praying through the Psalms. And so I want to go over those with you tonight because I think they're very, very important for us to understand. And what I want to do is I want to show you the book. And of course, if you want to, you can write the book title down. And then later, if you so desire, you can secure a copy of this book and you can be able, in the Lord's good timing and, and His will, use these books by writers who, frank, who frankly have thought more about praying through the Psalms than I have. They've, in fact, are veterans in praying through the Psalms more than I am. And they've written down their thoughts about how they've struggled through it, about how they've had successes with it. And so they are better guides than I am at the current time, in our ability to pray through the Psalms in a way that really honors the Lord by not only honoring Him through our prayer life, but also honoring Him through His Word. So I want to give you five excellent Christian books that you can secure so that you can be a better prayer and especially praying through the Psalms. Here's the first one. Number one, it's a book that actually our men went through sometime back in our men's ministry, and it's entitled God's Prayer Program. God's Prayer Program. It has the subtitle, Passionately Using the Psalms in Prayer. And as you can see, it's a very thin book, at least relatively speaking. It's very thin. It can be read very, very easily. And if several of our men can attest to it, in fact, somebody just came up to me before the service began tonight and said, oh, I remember going through that and that was very, very helpful to my spiritual life. It's authored by T.M. Moore. T.M. Moore. Published by Christian Focus. And it is an excellent book. In fact, if I were to recommend a book on the subject, it would probably be this one because it is so helpful. It's very well written. And here is one thing that T.M. Moore says that I thought was very, very well put. This is what he says. He was at a point in his Christian life where, just like I opened in our introduction, by saying that he was on a frustrated journey in prayer. This is what he says in the introduction of the book. For several years, I pursued this discipline of praying through some of the Psalms, mainly those with which I was familiar and felt comfortable. And then he lists some, Psalm 8, Psalm 19, Psalm 23, and so forth. He said, I found that nothing satisfied in prayer quite so much as simply letting a psalm guide me. Increasingly, I found that the psalms provided me with the words I needed. They led my mind to recall the requests others had asked me to remember. I began to discover a new joy in prayer together with a confidence and assurance I had never known in prayer before. And then he wrote this, I began to find in prayer a greater sense of the presence of God and a deeper sense of wonder and mystery at being before the throne of grace. I actually started to look forward to prayer. This, this is really a worthwhile Endeavor, Not just praying, of course, but praying God's words back to Him in a structured way. 
T.M. Moore goes on in chapter 1 to speak about the need for why we ought to pray. And he even gives 17 reasons for doing so. I love him already. He further speaks in chapter 2 of the reasons why the, the 150 Psalms in our Bibles are so conducive to enriching your prayer life. And in chapter 3, he gives the heart of the program for prayer precisely how to take the Psalter and use them in your prayers. And of course, through the book, he's going to give some cautions and some explanations in your getting started with the Psalms. Uh, That's chapter 4. And you need to watch out a little bit, of course, because based on his little theological position from where he comes, he might use some of those Old Testament Psalms in a bit of a different way than we might understand them. So there's at least a little caution. However, in chapter 5, he gives a whole host of promises to the Christian who prays through the Psalms. And that's worth really the price of the book because obviously all of us want to be able to know what are the promises of God for an endearing, successful prayer life. And he gives what those are. And in the last chapter, chapter 5, he exhorts the readers of his book with the Psalms prayer program how to receive maximum benefit. And he even includes three appendices one on a proposed set of schedules for praying through the Psalms, because obviously there's not just one way of doing it. And then he gives a second appendix regarding psalm singing. And then he gives a third, a topical index of the Psalms. So I want to recommend this book to you because I think it's very, very good. In fact, as I said before, if there was one book that you were going to read, if you're someone who says, look, I'm just not going to buy five different books on the same subject, I'm just going to buy one, I would recommend that this be the one, okay? God's prayer program, passionately using the Psalms in prayer. Here's the second one. It's by the same author, T.M. Moore. And this is a very unique book. It's published by Baker Books. It was published in 2002. It's obviously much thicker than the other book, but here's what he's done, very ingeniously so. He's taken... Every one of the Psalms, 150 of them, and he's broken them down in outline fashion based upon the way he understands each of the Psalms, and he's placed an outline title, a way that would prompt you to understand that particular section of each of the Psalms and how you might pray that Psalm, that section, back to the Lord. And so all the Psalms are contained in this book. And so you could actually take this book itself and you could use it because it has all of the Psalms, all of the verses in them. And it's helpful because each of those outline points are listed right before the next stanza, as it were. And it's very, very well done. You could take the first book, God's Prayer Program, read it to familiarize yourself about how to pray through the Psalms. And then you could actually take this book and go through it as a test case. Now, here's one caveat on this particular book. Obviously, because he's using all of the Psalms in this book, he has to use a certain version, certain translation. And Baker chose the New King James Version. So, if you use the New King James Version, this might be the very perfect book for you to go through. But, not to worry, if you have another version that is your favorite, 
like the New American Standard or the English Standard Version. It really doesn't matter. You could still take this book and still use your own Bible. Okay? So it's really not a problem. I really, really like this book. Here's what he does. He gives six different ways in this book on how to pray through the Psalms because there's not just one way of doing it. For instance, number one, he talks about verbatim praying. Verbatim praying. That is, you simply pray verbatim all of the words of that psalm back to the Lord. That's one way of doing it. Secondly, he talks about paraphrase praying. That is, you're not slavishly in a verbatim fashion praying that psalm back to the Lord. You're simply paraphrasing what the psalmist has done. In one sense, I was doing that this morning, right? I wasn't slavishly keeping to the text, but I was paraphrasing. Thirdly, he talks about praying over a psalm. That is, capturing the entirety of the song, the psalm and then praying it back to God rather than praying over each line. Almost, in a sense, capturing a, a theme of that song, psalm and then taking it back to the Lord. And then the fourth is responsive praying. That is, there's some kind of general theme, some kind of general idea or a situation and praying that back to God rather than than the entire psalm itself. In other words, you're responding to the psalm as it hits you, and then you're praying this responsively generated prayer back to the Lord. And then number five, he talks about guided praying. That's praying the psalm as though its theme or thrust is actually guiding you to pray about something which could parallel your own circumstances. I was doing a little bit of that today as well. In other words... You find something in the psalm, the particular psalm that you're going through, and it resonates with your heart. And you're saying, wow, this sounds almost exactly parallel to the struggle that I'm going through. And the Lord works that way through the supernatural power of what we would call the doctrine of illumination. God is illumining my mind through the circumstances that I'm going through in my own situation, my own life crisis, my own life dilemma, And I read a particular psalm, and it's almost as though God has been reading my mail, my email in the 21st century. And I can responsively pray that back to God. And then sixth, he talks about combination praying, and that's a combination of all of the above, or a few of the above. This is a very, very helpful book that will do that. All that he talks about in that front section in in terms of those six things is in the introduction of the book and then Psalm 1 all the way through Psalm 150. Yes, ma'am. I didn't? I'm sorry. It's called the Psalms for Prayer. Thanks for reminding me of that. I should tell you, uh, lest you know any of the thunder be stolen tonight, that uh, our good friend Aaron Wilson has put all of the notes that I'm using tonight already on the blog. And so as you go home tonight and you check your computer... Not to worry about writing titles and feverishly publishers and publication dates. It's all on that blog, okay? But don't tune out. Don't tune out. Not, not quite yet. No. In fact, I can see some who are checking their computer by, via the phone uh, right now. One of the things that I think is important in this particular book as well is in the back, he gives... Again, a seven-week schedule for praying through all of the uh, psalms, which would be 
obviously very ambitious. He gives a one-month schedule, and then he even gives a one-week schedule. You say, well, how can all of that be accomplished? Buy the book and find out. Number three, number three. And these are, again, very, very helpful. And the next two books that I give you will be also by the same author. His name is James W. Sire, S-I-R-E, Jim Sire. He was a longtime book editor for InterVarsity Press, and this is published by InterVarsity Press, and it's entitled Learning to Pray Through the Psalms. This is quite similar to T.M. Moore's book, God's Prayer Program, but it's different in this sense, that he actually takes you through selected psalms that he himself has actually prayed to the Lord and he's put his notes in book form. So he's actually showing you exactly how he does it. It's very, very helpful. He takes the reader through, for instance, in the order of his presentation, Psalms 32. And I'm giving you this list because if any of you have a particular favorite psalm, it's going to pique your interest. Psalms 32, 134, 5. He combines Psalms 42 and 43, Psalm 7, Psalm 84, Psalm 137, Psalm 139, and then he ends his book with Psalm 46. Now, here's some helpful features of this particular book. If you say, well, I want to go through this one because I want to see how he actually does it by going through these Psalms. That sounds like it's for me. Here's some of the helpful features of this book. Sire's going through each of the Psalms he covers, as I mentioned, and he gives you certain features of the Psalm itself. Because if you're like me, when you read a particular Psalm, sometimes you say to yourself, well, I wonder what the background to that was. I wonder how to understand this. If this was a Psalm of David, what was he really going through at the time? What was the context? And Jim Sire in this book gives in each of those sections of the Psalms that he goes through something of what he knows about the background. And he covers the ground very, very well. He obviously attempts to get at the meaning of several of these Psalms as he goes through them. And he gives various suggestions as to the structure and the style of it. And then in the final section of each of these Psalm chapters, he then prays them back to God. And he writes it out, and it's all in this book. Again, very, very helpful. And in fact, at the end of each of the chapters of these specific selected Psalms, he supplies a guided small group study. Wouldn't this be wonderful for care groups to go through? It would be very wonderful. He provides questions, stimulating questions. He provides uh, group questions for directed prayer. Uh, He has a section for the leader as well as those who follow. And then he has some concluding remarks for the leader. It's really wonderful. I've said this. If you're interested in seeing how a mature Christian through the years, who's done this for many, many years, has sought to pray through these selected psalms, then this book is for you. He's a very, very good writer, and he's saturated with the psalms through his prayer life. Okay, that's number three. Number four, same author, Jim Sire, also published by InterVarsity, and this is called Praying the Psalms of Jesus. Now you know where I received my idea this morning for praying some selected psalms that have quotations from Jesus' own lips as prophecy is being fulfilled. 
praying the Psalms of Jesus. 222 pages, but again, very, very thin by comparison, not large. And this is what he's done. He's going to do almost the same thing he does in the previous book, but this particular book is focused upon Jesus. And he does it in two ways. The first section is Jesus in the Psalms. And that's what I did this morning. And then the second section is the Psalms in Jesus. And again, very, very helpful. If you want to see how the Psalms relate to the life of our Lord through His earthly ministry and His death on a cross, if what happened this morning whetted your appetite for seeing Jesus in the Psalms or the Psalms in Jesus, this is the book for you. Jim Sire. Very, very well done. He covers the following Psalms. Psalm 22, Psalm 110, Psalm 118, Psalm 2, Psalm 69, all those ones that we talked about this morning. And then allusions in the Psalms which point toward Jesus and His ministry. That's the Psalms in Jesus. And those are Psalm 29, Psalm 23, Psalm 45, and Psalm 80. And then he concludes with an epilogue and then a very interesting appendix called Apologetics and the Psalms of Jesus. Very, very helpful. And then he ends with a brief bibliography. So, if you want to provide for your prayer life fervency, meditation, if you want to look at the the Messianic Psalms as we talk about, if you want to find out what some of these New Testament allusions and prophecies fulfilled are, then that's a good book for you to buy, to see the relationship of the Old and New Testament and the Psalms and how they're fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Okay? Number five, and finally. You say, finally? Yes. Five books are enough, aren't they? Number five, and I put this last, even though I think in some ways it's the best. It's called Praying Through by John Kitchen like kitchen sink. John Kitchen, finding wholeness and healing in the prayers of David. This is a phenomenal book. What John Kitchen, who's a pastor in Stowe, Ohio, of a Christian and Missionary Alliance church, what he's done in this book, it sounds like the others praying through, right? And the assumption is, because we're talking about the Psalms of David, that we're talking about praying through the Psalms of David, and that is true to some degree. But what he means by praying through is this. He has studied, he's, a, he's an Old Testament uh, scholar in, in, in a very, very practical way. I've followed very, very crucially his commentary on the book of Proverbs. And John Kitchen, in this book, takes what he thinks is the theme of each of the Psalms of David and he takes that particular theme and then he, in a 21st century way, challenges you in each of these chapters to resonate with that particular issue, dilemma, cause, occurrence, situation. And then he challenges you with the exposition of that particular psalm and how it relates to your life. So it's not praying through a psalm, but it is, in a sense, praying through 
what each theme of this Psalm of David is and how it relates to your life. And this could be an excellent book for you to read just devotionally, just on your own, and it would probably give you a tremendous background so that when you start praying through the Psalms, you're going to have so much of what he's taught you in this book that you could go to some of these other books for the practicality or the methodology of praying through the Psalms. Let me give you a list of all of the subject matters that he's going to talk about in this book and how he wants to apply it to your life in the 21st century. Here's what he does. This is, this is so very, very good. I can't, I can't emphasize enough how well he writes and how much you're going to be encouraged with this book. Here's what he does. In the following order, he takes us through Psalms 59, 56, 34, 142, 52, 54, 57, 60, 51, Psalm 3, Psalm 63, Psalm 7, Psalm 18, and Psalm 30. And he goes in that particular order for purposes that he will explain. And here are some of the following challenges of life. And this corresponds again with each one of those psalm chapters. If you've ever struggled with any of these, you should read this book and find out what David's psalms can do for your spiritual life. Betrayal. Ever been betrayed? Betrayal. Vulnerability. Being vulnerable. Transparent. Humiliation. Anybody's ever been humiliated? Loneliness. That's surely the experience of some Christians. Atrocity. How do you explain the atrocities of our world? Treachery. Vengeance. Reality. The reality of life. Guilt. Guess which Psalms that might be. Maybe a Psalm 51. Personal disaster. Personal disaster. Spiritual drought. Spiritual drought. Slander. And then the topic of yesterday. Yesterday. And then he finishes with a final look at one of David's psalms, Psalm 30, with the idea of the finish line. The finish line. This is one of the best most well-written books I've ever read. It's that good. I want to encourage you to get a copy of it. It's actually published by what could be considered a more obscure Christian publisher, and that's Christian uh, Literature Crusade. Now again, don't worry about that. It's on the blog. You can click onto it. In fact, you can click onto it in two different ways that I saw. One is by clicking on an individual book review that I've provided, just a short little book report on it, or you can actually click on to all five of them at one time. Find out all the information, title, bibliography, etc., etc., and then you can look at that little review. Now, one last thing before we close. One of the things that I mentioned this morning, I made an allusion to it, is that I had discovered uh, in some of my uh, many trollings through Christian bookstores that there is a particular book uh, that I think is, is very, very well done. It's called the Bible. You might want to grab a copy of it one of these days. But this is an interesting Bible. This is called the journaling Bible. How many of you have this 
particular journaling Bible. Wow. Oh, one. One back there. I see that hand. Well, I was, I was going to say, why don't you show us how you've journaled? But I won't. And I won't show you how I've done it either. But one of the things that is so good about this particular book is that it has, as I mentioned, and you probably couldn't see it, it has actually a little ribbon binding, uh, sort of uh, tells people, you know, this is my journal. So uh, if you're going to take off this little uh, ribbon binder, um, you're probably looking at something you shouldn't. If you look inside this, it has the text of the entire Bible. It's the ESV. And then, of course, in the margin on the left and in the margin on the right, you have at least some space to write. Now, some of you might say, that's not enough space at all. Or I write with really big letters. Well, and this is a challenge to my own heart, as you would well know, loquacious Lance Quinn, is to be brief and succinct. (laughs) And what I've done, you can't see it, and I'm not going to show you, is I've gone through, beginning with Psalm 1, I've even done a little bit of yellow highlighting here, And I've just, in the margins on the left and in the margins on the right, just written out the title, Psalm 1, and then Psalm 2, and just going through your own Bible and just writing out your thoughts to the Lord as you pray through the psalm. And I found that to be helpful in the sense that I'm trying to understand the psalm and that I'm praying it back to the Lord and I'm maybe trying to bring some principles to bear in my own life or just thoughts that I have Uh, about myself or about the Lord, uh, just principles of life. And you can just go through the entire Psalms. Now, obviously, these are margins for the entire Bible. So if you want to do that for the entire entire Bible, that's fine. But I'm just using it as an example of of doing it through the Psalms. And so far, I think I'm I'm on Psalm 60. Psalm 60. I haven't gone past, uh, I think, Psalm 59. And I, I want to go, you know, Psalm 60 through... Psalm 150. So this may be helpful to you. They're, they're available at all of the Christian bookstores. It's, it's uh, not expensive at all. And with this little ribbon binder, you can sort of uh, keep your thoughts to yourself there and just carry this as your Bible in certain settings, maybe a retreat setting. Maybe it's a Bible that you put on your nightstand. Or maybe it's something that you keep with your uh, carrying to church Bible. Okay? But that might be helpful to you as you write out your own thoughts regarding the Psalms, okay? So, five excellent Christian books, a journaling Bible, what we talked about this morning, the blog itself, which contains all the things that we've talked about tonight, ought to give us some practical, fresh starts at praying through the Psalms. Let's see if we might be able to do that as a church And if you have some ideas, if you have some thoughts, maybe there's an opportunity for you uh, on the blogosphere to make some comments, to give us some suggestions. Maybe you've found another book, uh, maybe a, a particular book on the Psalms that's not praying through the Psalms, but it helps you understand the Psalms to a greater degree. Anything like that to help and encourage fellow Christians, especially fellow Christians at the Bible Church, are certainly welcomed. All right, let's go through our tables if we can. It's about uh, just a little after 7.10. And maybe spend some time. I know we also have some refreshments. But let's spend some time. If you've had experiences 
in praying through the Psalms and you've been exhilarated by it, spiritually speaking, if you've had uh, maybe some frustrations in your prayer life, anything of that nature, share with those around you what the Lord did in your life in praying through these Psalms. It's certainly not something I've come up with on my own. This has been a spiritual discipline for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And you probably have done it far better than I have. So let's spend some time at the table. And then when it's appropriate, the men will pass out the ice cream sandwiches and we'll be through with our fellowship. All right?